Hi, Mamas. Or Mamas to be. I'm Kayla. And I'm Tara. And welcome, welcome to, to Motherhood, Motherhood Leaked. We're two first time mums leaking unfiltered tales of motherhood. Being there, getting there, and possibly getting lost along the way. Let's, Let's chat. chat. May contain swearing. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Motherhood Leaked. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Tara. How are you today? I'm good. The sun is shining. Oh, my God. I, I feel, feel like. like... You're going to say, I feel like wind is gone. Aren't yes! You? <laughs> You took the words right out of my mouth. You took the words. Yes, you did. Um, yeah, I do. I really feel like winter is leaving the Gold Coast. Yeah, I feel Which I am here for. I Look, if everyone knows what I'm like, I'm sweating like an animal already. Um, but I'm, I am I want the cold nights to stay. Like last mm. night was a warm night. Mm. Um, and But like I said, we're at the beach this morning. It's just, it was epic. It's, it's been the weather. I feel like it's just lifted my spirits. You know, incidentally, every day when you walk outside and the sky's clear... I feel like you have a clear mind. Yeah, that's true. But we haven't had rain in like a hundred years. Like we haven't. Our water tank is empty. Okay, I just didn't haven't, haven't taken notice. There's been cloudy days though. <laughs> we have had cloudy days. Okay, but sure. enough about the weather. Oh, that's it. The other doom and gloom that's been over oh, hang, hanging over this week. But I mean, look, it wasn't doom and gloom because the sun did help. Yeah. Sickness has struck. <laughs> yeah. Tara and I went to a play center. And I know what you're all thinking. Why would you do that? Yeah. You... Why take the risk? But we did. we did. And I think, you know, that life's about risks. Because, <laughs> look, I did say to Tara when she said to me, I'm going to take Bo to this new place and do you want to come? I was like, that's a solid no from me because yeah. we have been avoiding the sickness. Well, yeah. just not avoiding it. We've just been doing well with the yeah. sickness. And then I caved and I was looking at the photos of it and I'm like, oh, my God, it does look so cute. It's epic. Yeah. And I showed a photo to Elliot and I'm like, do you want to go? And, of course, he was like, yes. Yeah. So we went and let's just say it was really good. So It, it was. was. What's and it, we did go. It was called Bella's Wonderland mm. in Southport. And we went to the early session because I was like, I think if you get in there early, I feel like it's cleaner. <laughs> this is my rational, like, you know, me I think you were right in the sense of that, like, we went in that nine o'clock session. So if anyone's on the Gold Coast or traveling too, definitely worth going and checking out. Absolutely. Maybe just but, bring sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, the nine o'clock session, it was like we were sitting there at this like play. It's meant to be sand, but it's not sand. It's like wooden, wooden little plastic. Pit, a wood pit. Yeah, wood pit, whatever that is. Anyway, imagine what looks like a sand pit. And the boys are playing nicely. We were sipping on a coffee. And it I was think like. You even said, this yes. is calm. This I is, said, this is calm. Yeah. I'm like, this is actually perfect. You jinxed us. We did get jinxed because by the. By 10.30, yeah, 10.30, it was like you were in a play center on a rainy day. Oh, like my it God. Was, oh, my God. There was shit <gasps> everywhere. Like, yep, like You couldn't even keep up with the cleaning, honestly. Or your child. Like, Yeah, that's true. I, yep. At one point, I may have, may have lost yours. No, I want to call it lost. I want to call it misplaced. Misplaced. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Anyway, we didn't lose Elliot. Um, he was fine. Um, but... Yeah, it was it was good until that craziness. But anyway, um, but see, it was the day after the bow got. That's when bow started. To yeah, get but it's symptoms. always the way. That's perfect time. Sure, that's too quick. Like, no, I don't reckon. I all. What was Elliot? He was the same. No, it wasn't the day yeah, after. He was, was the, he was the day after 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 after. after. <laughs> but if anyone knows, I think I've mentioned it before. Brenton is like germaphobe because he's got low immune system, highly like you know strung when it comes to illnesses and he's like you know detective like sherlock holmes trying to figure out where bo got sick of course i've been banned for play centers like for the rest of yeah, my tara's life tara's in the naughty corner she's <laughs> gonna in have trouble. to sneak into them. tara's in the doghouse oh my i'm sorry the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault he's got like conjunctivitis and colds and and then he's like oh could, could it have been daycare could, it's definitely the place and you went in the ball pit and i'm like he licked a trolley on saturday like come on <laughs> He's Seriously? a toddler. He's going to get – and look, we have, have been sick a lot this year. Like mm. I feel like 
You know what? Let's just come back to its immune system building because at the end of the day, this is where I got to. As someone who was like, you know what, I would I prefer to take him outside and let him play in nature where he's not likely to get us sick? Yes. But in saying that, mm. we talked about this before we started recording. You can go to a playground that's outside and who knows? Like, well, Elliot yeah. did get – that was where he got his last sick – well, look, I was trying to be a detective at the time. He probably <laughs> did get it from there. Like – you could get kids get sick everywhere anyway. and it's just like, another stress Brenton, to worry what's about. the point of trying to figure out where we got sick from Who he's cares? sick it's not going to take it back if we know like where it came from <laughs> yeah what are you going to do go oh, and lock on the door if it was up to Brenton we would be back in COVID in a little bubble never leaving the house like oh, it's next level I'm like guy. he needs to just work on his own stuff <laughs> if you're listening okay do you want to keep going do we need to do a little counselling session here oh, probably but okay, the we'll other funny thing, well, obviously he goes to daycare as well so yeah. he gets his daycare sicknesses let's be honest and it was funny when I went to pick him up this week Last week, sorry, he didn't go today. Um, the girls were like, have you been to the pub recently? And I was like, uh, yeah. And it's not kind of the thing you want to hear when you walk into daycare. And they're like, yeah, Bo's been talking about it a lot today. He was like, when they said they were going to have lunch, Bo's like, can we go to the pub? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, he's kept saying, um, at the pub, I want to get served by the robot. And they were like, oh, we just thought he was going off on tangents. And I'm like, no, no, he's actually quite correct. The Southport CSI club has a robot. It does have a robot. Um, and then he was like coaxing other kids into learning about the pub. And they were like, as soon as the gate opened, two of them were yelling out at him and his friend, um, let's go to the pub. Oh, my and God. Like, that would have been hilarious to actually watch. I said to Brent, and it was funny, we spoke about it recently. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Because every time he goes to the pub, he gets ice cream. Like, it's his yeah. special treat. And mm-hmm. he sees the robot and plays around. And we've obviously been there together. He just does enjoy it. He does. Loves a good pub meal. So I just thought it was funny. It's like going to daycare and they're like, oh. I'm like, I swear we're not going to the pokies and just leaving him in the car. They're probably like, thinking that. I know. That's what I was <laughs> See, I never tell, I, like when we went to that restaurant, is yeah. what I called it. Like I said, we're going out for dinner. I never said we were going to the pub. Oh my That's God. so funny. Well, Brendan took Bo to McDonald's on the weekend when we were recording to get him out of the house. Did he go in the playground? No. He went to McDonald's to get him an ice cream and he called McDonald's the pub. Who did? Because he got an ice cream from McDonald's. Because oh. we don't usually do ice cream. Oh, great. Creams. So everywhere's now the pub. Exactly. Everywhere's the pub. So this kid, not only is... <gasps> he's oh, going to be telling... Oh, my God. This, exactly. Yeah, your daycare center is going to think that you guys become well, a pub a lot. Absolutely. Alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, should we just wrap up there? Because this episode's a big one. It is. It was good. Well, so I, good. Um, I must say I was quite moved by the story. I went home after we recorded and was telling Troy and my neighbours, actually, about... Um, yeah, about this story and about... Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. It was we'll nice get to into sit it, down yeah. and chat to Steph, who's got the triplet. She's got four children. I was actually, my mind, I couldn't think of her name. <laughs> I have to be honest. Baby brain. Steph was what I was going to say. I was quite yeah. moved by Steph and her story. And like, yeah. I think it's very, one, empowering for mums in general, two, just very informative for like yeah. whether you are pregnant with multiples or yeah. possibly just that happens to you in the future. Yeah. But also um, just her positivity in of oh, life. Such a like, vibe. Oh, such yeah, a vibe. She's amazing. And it's probably the longest I got to chat to her. Like Steph is <laughs> my neighbour and we see each other a lot, but she we didn't have the kids. So we were like, you know, the longest conversation we've yeah, had. Yeah, I must say I felt like a bit of a third wheel. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. It was great. So anyway, let's jump in. Let's do it. If you are based on the Gold Coast, Bump Southport offers a community for all women. Whether you're returning to or starting your fitness journey, Bump has something for you. Particularly if you're pregnant or postpartum. And Tara, should we mention that you can have a shower after a class and even wash your hair while your kid is in the creche? And Kayla, don't worry about a towel because they supply them. As well as tea and coffee and you can drink it while it's hot. I know, this sounds all too good to be true. But head on over to Bump Southport and check them out for yourself. Welcome to the show, Steph. Today we have Steph. Hi, Steph. Hi. 
So Welcome. Steph is a mum of four, including triplets. Yep. I feel like um, that needs a round of applause just oh, so Just the I fact know. that you made it here without any of them in tow. That's it. Yep. They're all nothing. That's why. Yes. And so I know Steph. Steph is my neighbour, next door neighbour. And um, we were just telling this recap of how like the first night that we kind of connected. Um, and it's when Steph's husband, Alan, rugby tackled a guy who was breaking into my car. Yes. And Bo was about two weeks old, I think. And my mum was in the lounge room going, don't go out there, Tara. <laughs> and then I remember going out there and Steph was out there and she was pregnant. That's the first time I knew that you were pregnant. Um, and yeah, so since then, obviously we've had the kids and mm-hmm. we just bump into each other all the time. Yeah. Usually in the driveway. <laughs> yeah. Usually in the driveway. Exactly. <laughs> chat. Can I just say though, your kids are so patient. Like I know they're amazing. Like we'll have a chat in the driveway and your kid, like I've got Bo in the car and he's like, mam, mam, mam. And your kids are just like, yeah, we're chill. Keep the doors closed. So you can't yeah. hear them. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes no, out. No, we have a drop down TV in the car and my husband put oh. on the Sesame Street so without that, they would scream. Getting them to and from my son's school pickup has been probably the worst part of having triplets because they mm. actually hate the car. Yeah. Oh, wow. So we got that hooked up with when, obviously when they started liking TV, because that doesn't happen straight away. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, so now when that's on, they're great. Okay. Wow. See, screen time is worth it. We've talked oh, about this lots. Yeah, we talk the, about it. I'm sure that you, you'll go into all the things that you just need to do to survive yeah, with motherhood yeah, yeah. with triplets I think and a 10-year-old. in small doses, definitely. Oh, I have to. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you know, I'm going to lose them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did you want to introduce yourself and um, yes, talk about um, a bit what, you know, what you did and... Um, yep. So Stephanie, triplets. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to start. And an almost, yeah, and an almost teenager. Yes, um, Tunin is 12, 13 in December, and we are so thankful that he was 10 when the triplets were born. Yep. So he, well, I like to call him our secret weapon, <laughs> because um, obviously we tried for a baby for four years, um, we didn't want another one straight away, and then we thought we would just get pregnant really quickly, so it yep. took four years, so it was a lot of praying, a lot of hoping, so when the triplets came along, we were just felt like we won the lottery, Yeah. and then they came, and Tunin was just there to hold one, I had one, and I'll had one and it just Ooh. has been that way ever since. So it's it's so perfect. I know it is. It is. Even bath time. So he gets paid really well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, when that first started, he was like, I'll do it for $10. You know, holds a smart boy. 10 bucks. Wow, so yeah. 10 bucks. But now he just does his little jobs and yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. And so you um, had a C-section? Yes. Yeah, so C-section. So I went into labor um, 29 weeks. and. Wow. What had happened was I had a great pregnancy and I thought at the start, whenever I found out I was pregnant with triplets, it was like, you will never get this far. It's going to be so terrible. You know, you really need to prepare yourself because it is, it's, it's, you know, high risk pregnancy. Oh, wow. Yeah. We were just talking before I could barely breathe and I've got one. Like, I I know. know. (laughs) I'm struggling here. And they say that. And then I had um, hypermenses gravidarum, which is, um, it's so awful. Like I never had it with Tiernan and I heard about it and I thought, oh God, that sounds terrible. It is hell. So So what is it? So it's just, you know, nausea 24-7. Oh, well, second. okay. Okay, but I will preface though, because I have a good friend of mine who's um, now just pregnant with her second and she had HD with her first mm-hmm. and she's only six weeks and it's hitting again. For someone that doesn't know what it is, it's not just nausea. Like mm-hmm. I suffered nausea through mm-hmm. my pregnancy, but this mm-hmm. is next level. This is like cannot function. Mm-hmm. Like you are just mm-hmm. this... Like, it's awful. It's, it it's brings probably you one of down, the worst like, things I've ever been through, definitely. Oh, yeah. I and actually I really, didn't think I could go on anymore at one point. Yeah. I want to say that though too, because I feel like a lot of women go through pregnancy thinking, oh, this is just what it's like Mm -hmm. and they don't speak up and get Mm -hmm. help because it's actually a condition that 
a lot of people suffer through with mm-hmm. and don't, yeah, doctors don't even recognize. Yeah, yeah. Hospitalized. Yeah, uh, dehydration gets really bad, yeah. It's mm. Oh, wow. Okay. But the funny thing is for me is because I wanted, I remember getting pregnant with the triplets and we were so, so excited. And then I thought, um, I want to, I was like, oh, can't wait for morning sickness because then I'll know it's actually real. You I know? remember being like that as well with, yeah. my, with my first, like being like, yeah, like you just want the symptoms to come. But when like, they oh do. Oh my God, is that a sickness? Oh my God, I think I've got a, oh. And <laughs> then it came on and it was just hell. And I was like, oh my God, what is this? And, but I'm in a triplet group. So there's a triplet group called Triplets Born in 2021. And there's one for every year. So if you're pregnant with triplets, you get invited oh, to wow. join it. Oh, yeah. wow. And um, that is when we start talking about HG, like everybody has it. And some oh, people wow. have it their whole pregnancy. Wow. So when I started getting it, it was you know, everybody, my son was like, dad, mom's being sick again. She's on the bathroom floor. Al's running with glasses of water. Everybody's holding my hair back. <laughs> oh, God. Fast forward one week, people are stepping over me. Yeah. I was oh. like, I'm still so sick. No. <laughs> so it's, um, it became the norm. It did. It did. But then thankfully I was sent to Al about 12 weeks. Um, so I didn't really get it until about seven, eight weeks. And then it only went on till 12. Yeah. Week 12, you know, that change. And I was going, this is going to be my whole pregnancy. Like, I can't even focus. And I was going to the doctor getting, you can get medication for yeah. it. Sometimes yeah. I was referred to the hospital twice for dehydration. Oh. And um, and then it just went away. And mm. I was like, thank God. Yeah. That's yeah. lucky. Oh, so lucky. Some people have their whole pregnancy and I was just like, mm. how do you do it? Hi. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's what I mean. That was the only bad thing about the pregnancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was brilliant. Like, I had, I was just at work, um, just so excited getting everything in yeah. it was brilliant and you you were a teacher aide weren't you yeah, yeah. teacher's aide so and everybody at the school was just brilliant and so excited for me and I just loved it I just yeah. I just in my heart I was like I can't believe like we're so lucky that this is going to be brilliant. of course freaked out when I first was told when I was yeah. in the scan and they says I'm so sorry because that's how I said it to me oh. it was like um well what had happened was firstly is when I'd done the pregnancy test and because I'd been trying for four years and it yeah. came up positive I was like ran straight around to get my wow. bloods done mm. I could not believe it I was like yeah. this is is this even true mm-hmm. I phoned my sister and it was like I actually looked in the rear view mirror on the way back and my hair I didn't even do it it was like <laughs> <laughs> the girl taking my blood must have been like whoa <laughs> <laughs> um and then they phoned me and they says we just want to let you know that your levels are super high and I was like oh that's great so this is definitely yeah. a pregnancy and she was like yeah that's why we're calling you because Sometimes it isn't always, mm. she says, but when they're this high so early on because you've been tracking, it can be a multiple, it can be twins. Wow. Yeah. And I was secretly going, yes. yes. Yeah. So when Al came home, I was like, it's going to be twins. Like, can you believe we're this lucky? And Al was like, whoa, what? Yeah. Like, I don't know if we're ready for twins. <laughs> he's still processing. <laughs> Not even at the processing point. He's just like, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah. So we had to wait a couple more weeks. And then on the way into the doctor's office that day, he says, um, I was like, oh my God, imagine it was twins. Like, just be prepared, babe. You know, it could happen. And he was like, I don't know if I'm ready. Like, what? And I was like, don't you dare ruin this for yeah, me. Yeah. I've waited for four years. <laughs> mm. Don't dare. Anyway, we go in, scan, two sex. He's like, definitely two sex. And I was like, yes, score. Oh. And um, and then he says, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, he goes, I can see one really big and clear. He goes, but I just need to like d- dive down deep and see what the other one. And I was like, oh, 
there's going to be an empty sack like I was mm. oh yeah I was like don't be gutted you've yeah. got one healthy baby like mm-hmm. and then he was like I'm so sorry I don't know how to tell you this he goes but you've got two in there so it's three babies all together and I was like what oh my god beep 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 <laughs> and our little voice in the background is just like this is the best news was, <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to <laughs> he was so afraid to not be positive about the situation oh and I was god. like what's wrong with you this is terrible Oh no. So, Do you feel like you were um obviously it is a huge shock but I guess you were you were in a place where you were like oh I'm so ready for multiples and then do you think the wording of it didn't help the situation when they were like I'm so sorry like Yeah I, like I really a- think the next 2 weeks was sort of freak out mode mm. definitely and that was the same about like yeah. you know if he had went you'll be fine everybody totally. does it you yeah know? yeah but it was not like that at all it was a really sort of uh, terrible time because they you know basically sat us down and was like you need to think about a child reduction you know Mm, wow because it's such a high-risk pregnancy yeah not a lot of time the baby survive you know and you might even get to a certain stage in labor and um or sorry pregnancy and you'll go into labor and it could be 14 weeks because there's too many babies in there and that's what does happen a lot in my triplet groups this conversation happens to every single person yeah it's very Mm. very standard procedure because you know i suppose they're trying to give you this you know medical background you know feedback of mm. what they expect and they do that with yeah everybody. Yeah. so which is like you can understand where they're coming from in the medical realm they do it's risk averse mm. so they're trying to avoid mm. risk but it's just interesting as you talk about this story from the mental health of couples going into this situation or even a single if they're doing it you know on their yeah. own whoever the people that are involved how that impacts oh 100%. You know, when it's like, like i'll completely change his mind you know mm. that you know, 24 hours later when you process what the doctor said, not what yes, I said. Yeah, mm. yeah, that expert so, opinion. Yeah, and then we went there for another appointment maybe two weeks later. So first of all, one of the babies was really small. Yeah. And he did say to us, um, he sat us down after it was so serious, like, this is not great, you know, um, but one of the babies is really small and we don't think they'll make it. Mm. Um, and let's just hope that. And I, in my mind, I sort of did think, okay, well, that'll be, you know, a natural, you know, case. So let's just, let that happen but yeah. I look at my baby now and think oh like I would mm. you know I just love what would you so do much. without like yeah, yeah yeah exactly and how dare anybody like not put that positive spin on your life you know yeah. totally. so, and just even even in, it's like that person doesn't even need to be they can just be the neutral like yeah, not exactly. even have an opinion yeah. just exactly. to put and it out as there well, you said mental health is you yep. know mm. that's their job yeah because mm. you know? yours were the first triplets born on the gold coast that year weren't they yeah yep yeah. i don't think any other ones were born that year yeah that's... um but there's heaps of twins yeah <laughs> yeah yep. there, but no no triplets so we trumped you all yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so after so it was 29 weeks when so yeah Brilliant pregnancy. I'm like, I'm getting to 34 weeks. I'm really going to show this doctor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. And he, every time I went, actually, he did get better and better. He was like, you're so brilliant. You're doing yeah. brilliant. And I was like, I am. Yeah. He's like, all the babies are doing great. And then I had friends coming up for, for a takeaway and movie. And um, so I was cleaning the house. Yeah. Thankfully, I got up and got a shower that morning. Oh. And changed clothes and was going to get a pedicure. Yeah. And I bent down to pick something up and my water's broke. Mm. oh wow and I was so gutted mm. like honestly I was just like and I only had my son with me so he's 10 yeah there's blood everywhere on the um the water side so he just comes running and he was like oh my god are you in labor and I was like oh no but phone daddy and we need to get into the car drove myself to the hospital because I was just oh crazy. my god whoa I don't know why I done that anyway yeah, just like survival mode almost. yeah I was like, like into the car we need to go so I phoned the doctor on the way and he says just come to me 
And then I says to Tiernan, phone daddy. Just fo- keep phoning daddy. Anyway, we're in the car and Tiernan is just like laughing. I was like, what are you laughing at? And he's like, this YouTube video is so funny. And I was like, oh my focused, God. <laughs> Such a 10 year old thing to do. Yeah, I was like, stay focused. And he's like, he won't answer. So um, anyway, I got to the hospital. Definitely labor, Albies. Um, waters are broke so and he was the one at the bottom so two at the top oh. one at the bottom and he was always the little one so yeah now we learned that in multiples if one of the babies aren't thriving your body will put yourself into labor and that's okay, what was wow. happening he was not thriving in there so they the natural instinct is for your body to win the labor it's amazing oh wow thing. yeah it's that's really what i have learned i yeah. tell you is and see i wouldn't have even known that there's water breaks like separately each separately Oh, yeah, because it was three sacks, three yeah. percentage, yeah. Uh, obviously, if there was two babies in yeah. one, so yeah. they all divided. Well, we think the boys are identical, so they're egged. Yeah, that's amazing. Days, yeah. And so, so um, but yeah, then the hospital we rock couldn't take is because you have to go to a NICU before 32 weeks, which is, then we had to be sent to the Gold Coast Public. So, because you cannot have um, babies born that small unless you have... Uh, the NICU, yeah. yeah. Yeah, wow. Again, did not know that. Yeah. Whoa. He was like, you need to go by an ambulance to the other hospital. I was like, why? Oh my God. Oh yeah, you like, gosh. I should have gone there in the first place. Yeah. So you were at Gold Coast Private, I'm assuming, or Pandara? Uh, Pandara. Yeah. yeah. So again, this is just good for people to know. Because yeah. like, you I think know. you're paying private health insurance, you're seeing an obstetrician. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally, totally. Wow. But he, they weren't born there, so we yeah. didn't actually have to pay the obstetrician. Yeah. But we had to just pay off all the appointments. But mm-hmm. that, neither here nor there, it was... Just trying to get to that sort of right hospital because then they were trying to send me to Brisbane, which is another thing I look back on. What? I know, because you have private health insurance, they were trying to send you to another private hospital. Oh, right. And only this amazing, wonderful midwife, there's a few of them that I'll shout out to, and I wish I could remember their names. She says to me when the doctor left, don't do it. She says, go to the Gold Coast. It's a brilliant hospital. Yeah. And she goes, you'll be close to home. We live in Labrador five minutes away. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And she was like, you've got no family here. It was COVID. We weren't, nobody was allowed across the border. And, Don't you just uh, love when there's those little guardian angels out there? Oh yeah, my god! Yeah. And I <laughs> grabbed her by like the think, hand. Yeah. She came in the ambulance with me, and when she was leaving me, I gave her a little. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Thank you so much for yeah. being here. Yeah. And she was like, just stay here. So it was good. Okay, so 29 weeks. Albie's waters break. You're now at the Gold Coast Hospital. And then they are just trended. Nobody knows who I am, by the way. This random woman just walks in the triplets. <laughs> like, why have yeah. you not been here before? Yeah. And oh, I was wow. like. <laughs> Story after story after story telling everybody. How exhausting when your body's going through this as well. Yeah. Ah, And they can't get the machine on you because you have to have the three Dopplers. Nobody knows how to work it. They have a name for it. Oh my God. Betty. We're getting Betty in. Who knows how to work Betty? Nobody knows. Oh (laughs) my (laughs) God. It's like the system is just not set up for this. Well, you wouldn't think about it. From start to finish. Amazing staff. Don't get me wrong. Everybody's so funny, lighthearted. And it was great great fun, really. I was like, (laughs) um, the last time, because the change of our staff, we have to go through it again. Oh my God. And um, I was like, okay, so what you do is you need to grab this. I'm the expert in the end. They're like, thank God you're here listening. Oh, also, I think just this talks, I've, even, I've literally met you in the last half an hour. Yeah. I always get a, like, I already get a vibe from you. You're, just, you're very much this kind of person who can just embrace the chaos. Yeah. Like they're lucky they had you, I think, at that <laughs> I know, point. True. You were lucky that they, yeah. but vice versa, because you weren't just panicking. You could just laugh no. with it and go with it. And everybody that knows me always says, Steph, you were meant to have triplets. And I yeah. do believe that. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I do. I meant to have them. And totally. Yeah, the chaos. I love to call it like my crazy chaos that I love. Like it's, it is mm. mental in my house, but I just love it. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, isn't this just great? <laughs> and I was like, yep. Yeah, I, I love Rocking in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay, God. Okay, so you've got Betty now. Betty is the machine. Betty's on. That. She's trying to monitor everything. And um, 
yeah, it's just three Dopplers. The two Dopplers sometimes pick up one heartbeat. One heartbeat drops off. You know, it's just oh, stuff like that yeah. happening. You're not allowed to move. Um, but then they're giving me things, steroids to make so you can get steroids to make your baby's lungs. Uh, yeah, you yeah, form really quick. Mm-hmm. Got them. So anyway, I stayed in labor until Wednesday. So Saturday to Wednesday, and they oh. were just like trying to get me to thirty weeks, and I went wow. in. Would be thirty weeks on midnight. Oh. Technically, because Thursday would mean thirty weeks, and they were born a quarter to midnight. <laughs> so, although in saying that, it was a panic because they nearly had separate birthdays. Are oh, you kidding? That yes. And I oh said, I know. I didn't think about that. No. Oh, I did. I was yeah, like, yeah. don't you dare <laughs> do this to me. Whoa. Yeah. So, um, because again, they're pushing, they're pushing, they're pushing to keep Ooh. them in there, like last minute, last minute. Yeah. That little Albie, they were just like, yeah, the little guy is just yeah. stressing. And so, was it C-section delivery? Yes, yeah, C-section. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And Al had to keep coming back and forth to the hospital because we have our twelve-year-old, our yeah. ten-year-old at the time. Nobody, we don't have any family here. No. COVID, nobody could get across. We had two good friends that were helping, but we were trying to really rely on them when we needed them the yes. most. So yeah. I was like. Just you go and do tuning. I've got this. Yeah. So he was coming in now. And he was the one that actually came in on the wedding scene and was like, you've been in labor for a really long time now. Like, can <laughs> I just get them out? <laughs> and I was sort of going, I had thought that this was going to be so much better than tuning because I was in a really long labor with tuning. And oh, then really? ended up in an emergency C-section. I was going, well, oh. at least this time it's just going to be a planned C-section. Yeah, mm. exactly. No. Checking in, checking out. <laughs> yeah. oh, um, and it went on for so long. And then they were... Of course, planning to go in for the C-section and every midwife wanted it to be them. Yeah. They were like, I want you to keep those babies in, but please make it be me. Oh, because yeah. Because nobody had... Yes, yeah. delivered. Yeah. yeah. Then, um, the, with the contractions were coming really fast and we're like, look, he's actually heart rate's dropping. We need to get him in. And I says, okay. So, um, Al had to come in. I swear I could hear his ute turning around <laughs> the corner. And they, he came in, they handed him these scrubs. He's like... Superman dress in a second oh and we just went round to get in and so many people were just coming up and mm. would you mind if we come in oh, wow. we've never seen the triplets and my husband was <laughs> just typical Alan so excited of course inviting come everyone on in, in. Yeah. everybody come oh, in oh my god they're just exiting my body <laughs> basically in there at this point yeah oh, no. and I'm trying to go off his energy too because I was so yes. excited yeah. as well and I was like let's just get the let's move on to the next stage we're mm. ready yeah and so then they had to prep me for going in there because when they opened the doors, there was a lot of people. I think there was 25 people in there. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's that a lot of people. So, yeah, it was. Yeah. When I walked in, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and yeah, and they had three different stations for each baby, you know. Yeah. So Ready to know, go. Yeah. So you yeah. do need multiple nurses and exactly. things anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. and then they had two um, uh, doctors doing the C-section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... Albie was born first um, and he had the quarter in his neck. So that was part mm-hmm. of the uh, contractions. And he, oh. we had got a scan done two weeks before he was born. And they told me he was a thousand grams. And I was, he came out, he was only 830. Whoa. So that really was the first um, stress, I think, for yeah. me. I was like, what? And then you're really like questioning, like measure him again. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. in your mind, I was, I couldn't really process the next part too quickly because I was so stuck on him mm, and then yeah. Cora and um, Conley were born at the same time more or less because yeah. there two doctors oh know? wow so um, and they were great they were fine they were uh, 1390 1395 grams wow they were, they were pretty good yeah for triplets yeah that's amazing already. that's very healthy I know yeah at 29 weeks god I know exactly wow so um, Albie just, just sat on my chest I was like oh god Aww. I'm so stressed about him 
So I think he then put me into this crazy mindset of get me sewed up, get me back. I literally fell asleep. I came back to the room with me and I was like, you need to go. I need to go to sleep because yeah. mm-hmm. I need to get up in the morning to mm-hmm. see. And I woke up the next morning and the guard was trying to help me up and I literally walked into the bathroom because I was just so... Oh my god! I had that excited driven. on baby. Yeah, yeah. adrenaline. And she was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I was like, "Did they phone about Albie?" And they were like, "No phone call is a good sign." Mm. And then um, Al came back, and then we went down, and they were just all in their incubators and just oh. all here. Yeah, just, yeah. And then they were great. Like that's it. It was just a, it's a really long journey. Yeah, of course. Totally. But that part was done, and Albie just was actually the best baby because whenever they're struggling in the womb and mm-hmm. they come out then they're the best ones outside because they have everything on tap outside whereas the bigger yeah. ones were thriving inside yeah. and now they don't right yeah. so that's so why yeah, the bigger one always struggles the most so oh, do they that. keep them in the NICU until like the due date or is no it- it's more sort of development so they have to be able to feed themselves they are obviously they're on oxygen mm-hmm. um they you know tube fed yeah and they have to you know do poos, wheeze, because their organs are so tiny. Yeah. You know, and it took a long time for even that to happen, you know, and we were like, oh, come on. Yeah. You know, and they have to get to a certain size, really, when they're that small. Yeah. Um, But again, I just feel like I was so so naive about a lot of things. Like, I just, in my mind, I was like, oh, they'll be here a couple of weeks. You know, yeah. But they were there for 10 weeks. 10, 10 weeks. Wow. There, yeah. yeah. So what does that look like with having them there and your family being at home and you, was it this back and forth? Like, did you, was there like a setup for you being there with them or yeah. how did it look? So because we live so close, we were at an advantage mm. big time. Um, and after two days, I realized that when they're born so early, you can't actually really do anything because you're trying to um, sort of replicate the womb. Mm. Yeah. And if you're taking them in and out and they're so tiny and I was very aware of that. And I'm always so thankful that, I didn't do that mum guilt on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had Tiernan, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. So I thought, what is the best, you know, strategy here? And it was to get out of the hospital, yeah. rest. Al had to stay at work because he had this time booked off. But what's the point? Yeah. Know, we've got no babies. Mm-hmm. So obviously having a seat, and it was, you know, I forget the term they use, but it's such a big C-section. Like, yeah. they were like, do not try to do stuff. Just take it your time. Easy. So I did. I just went home and... Rested, got Tiernan to school in the morning. I'll dropped him off, picked him up, and then when he got back, everybody'd have the shandin, and then we'd go and spend time with the babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we done that for a couple, good couple of weeks. See, I think that's really admirable and nice to hear too, because I'm just imagining myself in that situation, and I can tell you right now, I would be prob- without having this conversation. I know now that this will actually sit with me in a nice way. Yeah, because I definitely am someone who would fall into that guilt and be like really get sucked into that yeah. situation and just mm. be like, oh my god, and probably overgive. Yeah, and yeah, create this probably not even chaos but just that guilt yeah. really driving mm-hmm. no I meant to be there and like mm-hmm. I can't be separated from them but like you said actually looking at what's best for them and what's best for you in that actual situation mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. served it all perfectly yeah and it was very calm they got what they needed to thrive yeah. you're getting what you need to thrive and that's actually okay that it totally. wasn't them just being attached to you like yeah and I think as well you have to really read that room whenever mm-hmm. we were there I felt like ugh, we were being annoying not to the staff but more to them because they're so small and timid and they're in this little, you know, cocoon and they wrap them up in these towels and mm. they've got so much machines on them. Like, yeah. it's crazy, like, tubes coming out everywhere. And I thought, well, this isn't very comfortable. Mm. And when you take them out, you can take them out once a day, they say. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you have to keep them there as long as you can in the sense, because skin-to-skin contact is brilliant. Yeah. But, you know, you can keep them out for an hour or two and then put them back in. That's way better than 
you know continuously yeah. rapping on the glass yeah. and you know yeah because they are they're in like a little box yeah and i just thought i'm gonna let the staff do their thing because they mm-hmm. turn the lights down mm-hmm. you know just have it nice and calm and i thought yeah. that's what i want for them yeah, yeah exactly like you said it's like womb replicating yeah in the sense of like if these babies they're only like yeah 30 weeks 31 weeks 32 even tara like 35 weeks now yeah yeah you wouldn't you're not flicking no. on lights and being touched and like yeah. obviously ideal situation is yes they're with the mother but that's not what the case was so ideally this is perfect yeah and that's what i yeah exactly and i think as well like you said may it would have been different if i was in ireland with my mom and my sister and my whole family would we have been like let's go down okay yeah whereas i didn't have that i wasn't yeah. allowed to drive yeah yeah so, you know i had nobody to bring i mean i could have called on some friends but totally. yeah at the same time i didn't even want friends down there because mm, yeah. you know infection you know yeah and, not, COVID, and COVID. we weren't allowed in COVID, COVID, exactly allowed in. Yeah. yeah and my son wasn't allowed in a lot oh, yeah wow. yeah so it was a lot of maybe that was a lesson in disguise mm-hmm. in a way yeah mm-hmm. um but then you know after a couple of weeks they were getting bigger and um then i was you know again i was getting full night's sleep Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I was yes. you know yeah. rest and I felt like a whole new woman <laughs> yeah you know I was going down to the hospital with yeah. my heart on and they were like wow you look great and I was you like can, I have this they were preparing you for yeah. like when they you get home that though imagine I they, did I really did yeah. yeah and so what was that like when you brought the triplets home mm. like after the well, 10 weeks what? whenever the 10 weeks was long um I'll just say because obviously our daughter Cora got sick oh yes yeah so she got meningitis when she was three weeks old and that wow. was I feel like that was, we were breathing. We were breathing. We were like, this yeah. is great. We are just going to get the, and they were getting bigger and they were getting, mm. and they, everybody was like, wow, they're doing so good. Yeah. And I was like, okay, keep going, keep going. Then she got, we got the phone call, she got meningitis and that oh, was God. just the killer of everything. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. So we have no support here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No family. My parents were trying to get across. Al's mom was trying to get across the border. Nobody was allowed in. So we were just doing this on our own. My husband was still sort of working, but having days with me and Cora. But mm. again, we were s- still expecting to get them home and we needed that yeah. time at home because I couldn't do newborns. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and we had to get my son to school. Yeah. And plus, so, someone's got to earn a living too. Like, oh, you have, have to. You yeah. have to go on. You have mm. to. And oh exactly God. right. So that really was. Uh, such a big knock for us and then obviously we got a terrible diagnosis about her they done an MRI when she was 10 weeks old and I feel like I had nothing in my reserve mm-hmm. then it was just yeah. I was literally like a little shell just going about and it was my husband really just going it's gonna be fine you know positive outlook and then mm-hmm. they give me the MRI results I was with my son on my own again and mm-hmm. um they were just like oh she's got severe brain damage mm-hmm. and I was like I'm gonna try not get emotional here yeah but um then I says, right, what we'll do is <clears throat> I was got so, so upset. And then I went out to phone my husband and was like, really bad news. You're going to have to come in. Yeah. And he mm. was like, what is it? Told him. And I was just so, so upset. And then my son just said to me, he's like, why are you so upset? And I was like, you were there when they gave us the really awful news. And she said, he says, but she's not dead. Like, she's coming home with us. Like, we still got all these babies. That's like... <gasps> Oh, my, oh my God. See, out of the mouth oh. of babes. Oh. Like, so kids are just so in the moment. Oh. They're not like, they don't look at the, like in the sense of the big picture and they don't yeah. create, they're just like, but mum, it's okay. Yeah. He's like, why oh, are you so, like, I don't so get up. It's like, I was there, because he was there when they actually came in yeah. and told me the news. Like, and it was like, somebody punched me to the face that I did yeah. not see it coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they'd done the MRI the week before and I kept saying, did you get the results? Oh, we'll talk to you about it. He's not here right now. And I was like, this isn't an emergency. Yeah. Mm. Then they came in and was like, you need to sit down. We got Cora's MRI results. They're not good. And I was like, 
okay what is it and they're like oh we're so sorry she's got severe brain damage and i was just <gasps> yeah of course and tiernan was there and he was just like oh, it's fine oh well she's alive she's fine yeah and he always knew i just always think that yeah he knew. totally you know i think for you at that point like we talked about earlier how you're the kind of person who just thrives in the chaos but in rolls with the punches and you've been in a sense you were rolling with a lot of punches from the oh get-go. my god the mentally pr- pregnancy like, yeah, from exactly. and, and they're not yeah. pregnant for four years like my totally. mom's yeah. to me like it all builds up yeah totally and but and not think, having anyone like i know yeah. i just because we were covered just at the start but we only had my mum come up and yeah. she just made it before all the borders are closed. Yeah. Um, and so I was grateful for that one person. And I don't oh, know how I you know. do it. And I've only got one and I, he was just born and came home. Yeah. You know, I can't but even imagine. But your first is so different. Your fr- I feel like I, that's another secret that I always say like to people that can't believe us with triplets I say, but yeah. they weren't our first. Yeah. Because you learn so much with your first and that made it a little bit easier because I knew what to expect in some ways. Yeah. Um, just time well, to buy three yeah, no, and not exactly. with yeah 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 and to have Tiernan to be helpful and you know in that moment as well I was like right this is what I need right now yeah so let's just keep going mm-hmm. and then we did my husband came in that day I, I didn't leave the hospital that day I was just like holding her the whole day yeah this amazing midwife was with me and she was like I got the boys you do her and I just yeah. held her held her held her yeah. and then my husband came in like a crazy person and was like pack everything up we're leaving that's oh. it he was just like I'm done what was his tipping point like he, was, this, uh, was that just it like yeah. was he just done with the hospital at that point yeah, yeah. he was like she got him meningitis at three weeks mm. this was 10 weeks old to give us this MRI yeah mm. so she had made all this progress a lot of setbacks like they told us she wasn't going to make it I mean we had to yeah. get her for her we had to get the priest in you know twice oh, far so out. you know this was so many setbacks and then we were like again about to breathe because we thought she was great again yeah and then they're like oh severe brain damage and we were just like yeah so he just came in he was like pack it up he started putting oh. everything in bags like things oh. i was like i think that's the hospitals <laughs> oh. stethoscope yeah <laughs> i'm done yeah and he did he just lifted us up they were like i'll be had to have a hernia operation and um yeah. they were like let him have the hernia operation tomorrow which was booked in and mm-hmm. then you can take them home the next day he needs to be in for 24 hours yeah mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and that's what happened. We just left. We were like, no, we're done now. We're gone. And they yeah. were a great weight then as well. And obviously all off. Yeah. You know, like yeah. CPAP and stuff. So. And I remember when you found out, um, because we were at the front talking to you at one stage and you found out Brendan had had bacterial meningitis yeah. when he was young and you were like, oh my God, look at you. Like you're like, you know, you're amazing. It you gave know, you, I just saw this hope in your eyes. You don't even understand this conversation, how much it changed my whole life. Because mm. I tell people about the meningitis because it really, really messed me up so much yeah again because <clears throat> Cora's my only daughter yeah which is a hard thing to say sometimes because you all love all your kids the same but yeah you know I do have only one of her yeah. only one of all my kids but it did hit me that bit harder mm. and then I tell people like I was crazy like telling everybody like yeah. anybody that would listen like oh my god because I really wanted somebody to just say to me I had it yeah and I'm fine I'm okay and then I said it to you two randomly yeah I walked straight into my living room and I was like <laughs> A new woman. I was like, wow. well, Brendan's oh, had it wow. and he's fine. Yep. We're okay now. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. see that reassurance. And it's funny because I never would have known it like, had that much of an impact. Yeah, um, no, it was. It really, really does. And that's why I love talking about court. I really do get emotional about it. I'm actually doing really well today. But, <laughs> um, and can we just say, like, now Cora is thriving. That was going to oh, be my yeah. next question is how Cora is Cora. Cora is the, oh, my God. the best. Like, yeah. T- talking now like I mean still she's behind her brothers in talking so she's diagnosed with cerebral palsy down her left hand side when we got that diagnosis would never walk yeah you know because it's straight down um and obviously the brain damage is so severe so she had got her forehead started to get a little bit big um 
she's so beautiful. <laughs> and my husband was like, do you think her forehead's getting big? And I says, we will leave this house if you ever say that about her again. <laughs> He's like, I Mom think mind. that you need to take her to the doctor. And I was like, oh, fine. Took her in. So the brain damage has caused a blockage. So we had to get her VP shunt. So brain surgery to have that. Yeah. So again, that was another big thing. And then I was like, oh, well, this is, this is another setback for her. As yeah. soon as we got that in, she rolled. She started dragging herself across the floor with one arm. So cute. And her two brothers were properly crawling by then. And yeah. she would just follow them. Yeah. And I was like, right. And then my husband just would make these things for her to like sort of leech on, yeah. uh, reach on to. And, yeah, because he's and, super handy. Oh, he's yeah. just, he just sees things sometimes so differently. Because I will go into panic mode in a way. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, I am a bit crazy. Whereas he's <laughs> mellow and that's why we suit. But he's just like, we'll do this, we'll do this. And, um, and the other thing is, is I think it's because she was a triplet. Yes. If she had, had that motivation. Yes. Totally. If I had have had her home on my own, oh God, yeah. I'd have, she wouldn't have walked because I'd have been holding her. Yeah. Have, she'd be here right now with me. You yeah. Know? But, but can we, we talk about how amazing you were too, in the sense that you, obviously you were a teacher aid as well. Yeah. Um, and you taught her sign language from, yes. you know oh, sign language. Thing, so, because yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember doing the songs with you at the yeah. Benevolent Society and she was doing all the animals. And I love it. I love yeah. sign. I think sign is now a new thing. I'm starting to be a teacher and I will be bringing it into any classroom that I'm in yep. because... They don't really use it as much. I worked in Darwin for a long time and it's massive in Darwin. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, special needs. And here they use a lot of the books. Um, I can't remember the name of them now, but uh, with Cora, it made me realize how much our brains are so susceptible to other ways of communication. And if you yeah. have got a disability, who's to say that, okay, you can't use your voice. And not everybody knows sign and I get that, yes. but you are firing pathways in your brain by learning how to watch somebody mm-hmm. to learn sign then instead of just pointing to pictures i i personally think this yeah i totally agree with that like being a teacher i was a teacher and you're right like it's like people there's an assumption that like yeah they can't people can't communicate this way so then we've got to numb it down but actually kids can thrive in their other senses oh, and my we God, just have yeah. to open up that possibility mm, for yeah. them that she, and, I think, and, way and that the should boys be a standard talk. everyone should yeah. be taught like as i taught like Bo a few things mm. and at kinder they were like you've taught him sign language because at least he could ask for things exactly and oh. some of them knew it too and it's like it's you really just cool. give everyone an opportunity to do it and be able to like communicate with people who yeah. you know even mm-hmm. if you can't speak you know vice versa and i think it's like not even for in the special needs sense it's just great for if we look at babies development and toddlers in general and children how they all develop at different rates yeah so and they like, will sign quicker than talk talk yeah, 100%. Yeah. It, yeah like we're yeah. saying with Bo, we did the same with elliot like it yeah. allows them to just go at their own pace oh i also think too easier for you if they can say one thing or oh yes. totally. i was gonna say as well when you're talking about your husband him being able to just get in and see it like differently to you mm. but then also you having this knowledge of coming from the school system and your own passion about it i do feel that like children choose their parents yeah and like you've always had yes. this sense of like we were meant to have these three yeah and now it's like yes you've had you've had lots of setbacks and challenges but it's they've chosen you perfectly both oh of you. Yeah. i know i know and i always say that if i i always say thanks for choosing us because mm-hmm. i do do think that but um with that development like i always think thank god i had that background like that yeah. oh yeah. that teacher background like mm-hmm. and, yeah. I, and that i've worked in a various different schools because i take a bit from every school and yeah and even Whenever the diagnosis got put through and I was on Skype to my parents um, and my mom says to me, she says, what do you want for her? Like, what do you want? And I says, I want her to go to school with her brothers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was just, I think that was my, um, <clears throat> my main drive. So yep. I thought, how could I get her to just sort of have that same group of friends? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they were the main things was that communication. Mm-hmm. And um, and obviously walking is a big thing. But in my mind, I was like, oh, if she can't walk, that's not a big deal. You yeah. know, we can still, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. So um, I think like we talked about it being a second child situation obviously there's three of them but yeah. <laughs> you do sort of you know don't mommy cuddle them a lot and with her oh i really <laughs> had to give myself a good talking to her and i've been so strict about that like yeah she just has the you know if she's getting in and out of something i'm not, I'm not helping her she's doing it like we have the little you know those little cars the red and yellow cars yeah yep. and um she'll be like help help and i'll say what how do you want me to help you and yep. you know she'll point and show me but i will not do it for her and That's now so you know cool. she, that was hard. That's yeah. hard, but so empowering. Oh, like, it so was. Empowering. And a girl as well, my little girl, I was like, there is nobody going to do this for you in life. Yep. Yep. So I need to set you off. And of course, my husband was like running from the background, like super mad, <laughs> like, I'll help you. <laughs> I love that. He's a little girl. And I'm like, get back. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the shunt, I know the shunt getting put in was awful, but that mm. was when we seen a lot of change in her. So, mm. and obviously she had, you know, she was on the 99 percentile for her head. Wow. So then it's, her head started to grow and fit. So she, it fits fine. She yep. looks great. <laughs> and um, we just feel so lucky. Like, so, so lucky. This kid, I'm on a meningitis group for yep. bacterial meningitis. And p- kids get it so young, too, is a big age for to get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those families go through hell. Like, yeah. deaf, blind. Yeah. And that's why Brent, like, like we count the lucky stars because Brenton was the same. Like, he was had to wear a helmet for a few years because he, yeah. like, was out of balance. And um, he struggles now. He's got low immune system. But, like, yeah. he, like he's lucky, know, yeah. He's so, he is. He's so yeah. lucky. And I'm just glad that, that, you know, I know we had that uh, conversation with you. But I can know. I just talk about how positive – I mean, I know it comes across in this podcast because you're amazing – we used to be out walking. I remember like with Bo, when I first had Bo, I was like, couldn't leave the house for three weeks. I was like, what have I done with my life? <laughs> Just crying. And then I go out for a walk. I remember my mum was still here. I thought she came, must have came back because it was when after you'd had the babies and they were home. And here's Steph, like, we live on this freaking hill. And Steph's like, like zooming up the hill with this road train pram and the triplets and her dog like not just the triplets and i'm like um who is this superwoman like i know I'm you're amazing like i just i like, think how- you just have to keep going and yeah i am a bit mental at times but that was it i couldn't get out for two walks the dog was looking at me with these really sad eyes and i thought let's try it once oh i think you're famous around the parts too because i remember i was at the dentist once and they're like oh there's the triplet mum because you had the longest <laughs> pram anyone had ever seen i'm like oh triplet mum lives next door to me i felt like i just I famous. <laughs> yeah no we do we get stopped all the time and um, not so much now that we've changed pram um, what pram do you use now? Can you tell? Because that's an awesome like buggy. So yes, I'll give them a shout out. It's called Wonderful Wagon, and yeah. you need to go into a place called uh, it's called a play on pram and wagon, uh, Pragon. Oh, so www.pragon.com.au. Yeah, and um, obviously we would not get out of the house without them at this age. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you know we love it, and everybody does ask me where we get that as well. It's a great. So they're from America, so she gets a shipment in every now and again. Yeah, uh, but she is making a company out of it, so she's okay. coming cool. more regular. Yeah, um, and they are great. They're brilliant. So, so what does your day look like now? I mean, we could obviously go on. We've got so I know, many, I know, got so many so questions many for you. Yeah. So many. But what does your day mm. look like now? We, so the triplets have just turned two. Happy so birthday. Just turned, I know, last week. <laughs> yay. They're two. So um, one thing we were just saying there about is what I do for the, from when I got the triplets is routine. I have yes. had a routine from the a few days before I left the hospital. They were all crying. It was the first time it ever happened to me. They were all crying at once. And I was like, oh, I'm oh trying to. And the midwife came in and she was a bit, you know, Hitler. She was like, well, 
I don't know how you're going to do this on your own. And I was like, oh, God, oh wow, they knew, thanks. They knew that, you know, we had no help. And she, I think she was more panicking, but uh. it didn't come across that way. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. So I went home that night and I was like, oh, we can't do this. They all cried on me today and I did not do it. And he just looked at me. He's like, you can do this. Yeah. He's like, if anybody can do it, you can. He goes, remember what we done with Tina in the routine? And I feel like a crazy person was born. I turned around <laughs> with a whip in my hand. I had a whiteboard up and I did. I wrote down the routine for everybody, yeah. even for Tiernan. Yeah. And I gave Tiernan You told me about a book. I remember. Uh, the Contented Little Baby. This okay. is my gospel. Is it The Discontented Little Baby? No. no the, contented? the Contented Little Baby. Contented. Okay. I think I've read The Discontented Baby. Ooh. Oh. I'm going to Google this. I, I keep need talking. To there's another see, book. I, I need to see if I've read the same book. No, Hang this on, one is The Contented Little Baby and it is, I, everybody that knows me knows how much I want to read this yeah. book. Like, <laughs> it is my Bible. Okay, I think so, we've read opposite books. I'm not joking. Oh, like so there's, there's one called... literally two different ones. Yep, there's one called The Contented, and I read is The it... Discontented. Is it by uh, Gina Ford? No, no, they're by different authors. Oh. There's just oh, two wow. different ones. And I think this is the perfect note to how you just get what you need when you need it. Because yeah. for you, having three, technically four, like three newborns plus your fourth, you needed that regiment oh, kind God. of like yeah. to get the contented. Whereas for me, I had one highly anxious looking back, didn't realize it was high functioning anxiety and was trying to get this like routine happening. Cause I was such a structured person before having one, mm-hmm. but it drove my anxiety through the roof because he was not a routine baby. Yeah. And he actually thrived when I went in my flow with him kind of thing. So yeah. the discontented book is all about <laughs> learning to go with the flow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> I'm saying they're the complete opposite. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, my I was pregnant with my first son, and we didn't have any babies in our family. Tina was the first grandchild, both sides, and we yeah. didn't have any cousins, younger cousins, or anything. Mm-hmm. So we didn't know babies. And my yeah. sister had bought me the book, and oh, I thought wow. Tina was really good on the routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when I got those triplets home, I tell you, they were structured, and because they came from the NICU, I feel like yeah. mm, they the weren't so there. used to being handled. Mm-hmm. all the time anyway so they just fit it right and i'll say that Perfect. about these babies like yeah. i am really lucky um great sleepers great eaters hate the car yeah hate the car. <laughs> that's a negative so, thing. <laughs> can't, can't have everything with can't have everything so the routine is not involved in the car or the yeah. cars involved routine so i feel like the routine has been my god you know yeah. so how do you get triplets down to sleep how? So just from that moment we got them home i went on that routine what age they were and yeah. they you know, it was more like that awake time, like keeping them awake, keeping them alert, playing, like nobody was allowed to sleep, like come on, <laughs> keep them awake. And that was hard. And yeah. then I was like, okay, it's not time. Everybody into the bed. So yeah. at first they shared a cot. You were allowed to do that. Oh, um, yeah. Because uh, they were so small. And um, and then as soon as that sort of routine says, okay, you need to get them up. So it was opening the blinds mm-hmm. and yeah. just like slowly letting them wake up and then doing their feed. I mean, of course things did very but I yeah, literally but you just use yeah. it as your and that routine has changed but only in the sense of that the naps but the two-hour nap has always been there and they still have that two-hour nap mm-hmm. and they're still down at Bless 6 30 them. every night and they get up at 6 30 every morning or 6 every morning Cora wakes up earlier sometimes <laughs> Shut it, you Cora. go girl but, yeah, <laughs> but she sleeps all night until that sort of half five so yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm and I feel that again that has been Maybe the universe was like, okay, you've had a lot. Let's yeah. give you good sleepers. Yes, totally. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and wow. you know, having your sleep is just what makes you a better person. Yeah. Like waking up in the morning and you've had a good sleep, you're just like, okay, ready for the day. Mm-hmm. How do, that's another question we had is, how do you balance that? Like, I know with me, like I would, I get overwhelmed and overstimulated sometimes and mm-hmm. touched out with oh, one, yeah. one child. Yeah. Like I, know. Got four. I know. Plus at different ages too. Like obviously Tina needs something different to mm, toddlers. Yeah. Like what do you do for yourself? How do you find time? You've got no one that. here. Like, I know. I feel like 
again, because since we've got them home and they were such good babies, I always really felt so lucky. Like, I always said to people, I feel like I've won the lottery with them. Like, and I wanted a baby for so long that I mm. never, ever for a second take it for granted. And yeah. that is... Again, something that I didn't experience with my first, you know, yeah. I, I got pregnant with Tiernan and I loved it. And, yeah. But I just got pregnant with Tiernan and it was my first baby and there was a lot, a lot of hard roads with that one. Because yeah. Because you're learning. Whereas the triplets, it has been a little bit easier in that way. And also, you're not trying to trail triplets around everywhere. Yes. I stay within my means. Like, we are at home a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've set up, again, being a teacher, this has helped. Yeah. Help, <laughs> set up a lot of different play areas and yeah. just... um. But it's not like you just sit there with the kids. My God, you have sensory activities. Like I see stuff <laughs> Facebook. Like, I'm crazy, yeah. She's like setting up, like I saw the kids washing a farm animals the other day. You got the bubble bath and I'm like, oh my God, you like are amazing. But I like, think that's you making the most of being at home. I, I must say that like I'm quite the opposite and it is obviously because I've only got one too. But like where? getting out of the house is the way that the way and I was like that whereas like you son. guys have yeah. to be at home so it's like if you're going to be at home all day you're going to make it worth it <laughs> yeah and I think yeah. with Tian and I done the same like we were up as soon as we were dressed we were out and we didn't get back until his nap and mm-hmm. then he went down for a nap and then I always felt the afternoon was a bit like oh that's what do we do yes. yeah. yeah and getting him out and about was great but I also feel like and this is something that I hate to say because I feel like sometimes I run him about too much. Yeah. Because then when he went to school, like he was terrible at sitting at a table. And I was like, oh, I maybe didn't do that at all. Yeah. You know, we would just go to the beach or go to the big water play baby. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Whereas with these ones, I suppose, again, it's that learning curve. Like, you know, I've learned so much with Tiernan and that big gap as well. My God. Yeah. You know, you're not sort of jumping from a two-year-old to triplets. You know, I've I've Mm. lived his whole life, seen how he develops. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and that is a big one is, you know, just my husband comes home from work some days and he's like, oh my God, what has happened in that garden? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, it's okay, I'll clean it. You know, and then we're all like sort of doing our part, you know. Yeah. And my husband, or my son, that's one of his jobs is pack up the sandpit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, it's I can make as much mess as I can because I'll yeah. pay him to clean it. <laughs> and how do you find time? Like, do you find time to spend one-on-one time with Tien and like as well? Is that he's more just tortured to come with us, no matter what we do with the babies. It's not so much one-on-one. He is part of the family, yeah, of so course. he mm-hmm. is like sometimes he's like, "Oh, I want to go to my friend's house," you know, over the weekend, and I'm like, "That's fine," but we're going to the park on Saturday. Yeah, come with us, and then we'll drop you off. Yeah, yeah. The birthday we didn't have a party, but we done it under the what that my kids love sea creatures so we wrapped up the room in like water thing (laughs) and done all sea creatures and balloons and just done all the toys it was great and he had to do it yeah so again it's not really that one-on-one but i feel like he just is so good with Mm. and he up i give him a big conversation i says yeah you've got such a gap with your siblings if you don't put that effort in they're not going to want to know you because that's what i hear like i didn't really know her there was a big gap Mm. yeah don't be that person yeah you know be involved and let them know who you are and Mm he rode with that like and he does he loves it especially with Cora they have like a little bond oh that's so cute she just loves him oh god loves him I phoned him today because I had his friends and then she just sat with the phone after tea oh really (laughs) so So, yeah yeah that is a big part of it with Tiernan is just making him do things I mean he doesn't want to a lot of, of the course. time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's like, basically. That's, yeah, that's, that's a totally No, for most of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you're doing it. With one thing I was going to say, is there any, because I'm interested, obviously, I, I feel I like the, the psychic and spiritual side of things. Mm. Do you feel like there's any bond with the, the triplets, like bond dynamics that you think are different to other siblings? Like, have you noticed anything they do? Being that, multiples. 
be multiples. Um, I don't know. Do they have this sixth sense for each other? Or- I think it's, they're still so young. They're more like trying to, you know, avoid it. I mean, they didn't really know each other was there. I feel like for a long time, I was like, you know, there's Abby, say hi. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're starting to play with each other because they're just two. Yes. But I will say one thing is whenever they were really, when they were born, there was a twin room and there were no triplet rooms. So the boys were put in the twin room and oh, Cora was put in her own room. And that's how really? Cora got meningitis on her own. <gasps> So because she was in a separate room. So whoever brought them, you know, oh. that into her, that's how the boys didn't get up. Because obviously they can, oh, they wow. can say it come from me, but I breastfed all three of them. Yeah. So they would have got it as well. Anyway, another story oh, for another day. Wow. Oh my gosh. And um, so she was separated from the boys for a good seven weeks. Because yeah. then they moved over into baby's special car nursery. So you go to NICU and then you go to special car nursery mm-hmm. when you, you know, move up. Yeah. And she was still over in NICU for such a long time because she was so sick. Yeah. Mm. And then when they put her into the, they got this big sort of, it was um, for like a toddler at hospital, his crib, you know. Yeah. That's what they made that up into and the three of them were put in and that. Yeah. And um, when they done that, Albie and Conley turned around and tried to move closer to her. It was really video, wow. as if they and I have it on video and people always comment about it. They're like, wow. And that because it was the first time they were like reunited. Oh, oh my God. And it was really like, you know, hers on the top of my arms. Like, oh, my God. And they were trying to move. Oh, over, to so, wow. Yeah. Oh, yes. that is amazing. I, I love so, that. I but I feel like it will we'll see more of that as time goes on. Right now, I feel like the boys are more just trying to move Cora out of the way because yeah. we're also <laughs> obsessed <laughs> it. That's like developmentally, though. You think about toddlers, they do go through yeah. like, you know, just generally they do that parallel play they're not really interested yeah. in each oh, other they're not no but it'll be interesting to watch them as they grow to oh, see like, yeah. these like ways and I'm that so they are connected and little personalities yeah and Cora called Albie yesterday for the first time and I was just like call him again call him again <laughs> and poor Albie's like why did you say my name <laughs> I love it. I love that. But I'm trying to get them to hold hands and they will not hold each other's hands. I just don't yeah. know what's going on yeah. here. Like, hold hands. Like, no. Toddlers. That's trying just to get a photo of one child. I can't even imagine trying to sit them all down and get, oh, get them all to look at the camera. Hell, they don't, like it doesn't happen. Yeah, they always yeah. keep jumping out and trying to put them in. <laughs> oh my, I feel like we need to do it like another episode because we just yeah, like, there's we so talk much. Talk. Yeah, we could. I know. And they're so fun. Like, kids are so fun. And when you got three of them and they're these little, this next stage, and that's what I say to everybody, they're like, how do you do it? And I'm like, oh, it's way easier now, you know? Yeah. Now we're having like, you know, bribery sessions going on. Who wants this biscuit? (laughs) And again, with technology, we, they will now sit and watch a little bit, you know, especially songs. Baby Shark is on autoplay. My daughter loves that. So I'll just be like, who wants Baby Shark when mommy makes snacks? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Do the things at work. Yeah. Well, especially with, you have to find what works. Yeah. And what advice would you have for other parents who are multiples? Do you have like something that would. I always is it screen time? <laughs> it's screen time. No, it's definitely the routine. Like I, yeah. I know I'm always going on about it. And I know whenever you first get a baby home, baby's home, they don't fit into it. They don't know it. Yeah. So it is like just being, you know, perseverant with it. Yeah. Because it took us probably about three months for them to get in the routine. And then my mother-in-law came up and she was like, my God. And I was like, you want to see in the first few weeks. <laughs> I'm not even needed here. I'm not even needed. And she she really then has went on and said to her nieces, you know about it, because she has seen it now work. But it took a while, but I really, really do love a good routine. Um, Yeah. And as well, you know, you are trying to remember things like... You know, did this person do a poo? Like, who's, yeah. who's had a bottle? Like, and I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and you have to record it. You do because then things were like they were crying, and I was going, "Are they hungry?" Like, yeah. but with the routine, you can sort of keep. Well, they've been fed, you know, yeah. and they've kept that up, and you know, 
so it, it is a really good routine especially with multiples i i think anyway mm-hmm. and yeah. put them in their cots yeah <laughs> i have let cora sleep in the bed and that was a big mistake <laughs> the boys don't even know what the bed is but yeah cora does and she will wake up earlier now to try and come in yeah Bo's been doing the last few nights. He's been asking to come into my bed because mm. we moved him into a toddler bed recently. Mm-hmm. And he's been like, mummy's bed when he wakes up. And I'm like, do you just want to stay in your bed a bit longer? I know. I know. <laughs> and they I'm know. Good, we're not good co-sleepers, Bo and I. No, um, no. And I can't do it. When she comes into the bed with me, then I don't sleep because well, I think she's going to fall Also, how do you co-sleep? Because if one gets in, it's like, well, the other two oh, might come along. You just need a room of mattresses if you were going <laughs> yeah, to yeah. co-sleep at that point. There is no We need two quick king-size beds. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I guess we should wrap yeah, it up. We Otherwise, yeah. we, I mean, the kids are all probably waking up. Bo hasn't even had a nap today. Let's um, not go there. <laughs> yeah. Brenda's probably called me 80 times and my phone's on silent. So it's fine. <laughs> Put him to bed at five. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we ask all the mums or mums that are on the show the same three questions. Um, and so what's your favourite thing about motherhood? Um, oh, God, I should have prepped for these ones, actually. Um, <laughs> I suppose for me now, it's that they have each other. Like, because Tiernan was an only child for such a long time. And I was like, mm. we've got no family here. I've got yeah. five. I'm one of five. And I used to think, God, he's going to be so long. And then it took us so long to get pregnant that I was like, this is mm. going to be a reality. So now I just love watching them together. That's yeah, beautiful. Like, oh, you all have each other all the time. <laughs> I awesome. could have another one, honestly, but I'm too old. But I would. I really would. Just because yeah. I never too old. Yeah, I was going to say. Never say never. And on the flip to that, what is your least favourite or the hardest thing you find about motherhood? Um, probably um, me not having any family. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And that isn't even that the no help. It's just that, you know, they don't get the witness. Yes. These amazing things that are happening all the time. And I'm like, oh, why do I live over here? But I live over here for my children because they will have a better life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Ireland, it is the best country in the world. But, you know, <laughs> we don't have great weather. And, yes. you know, there's more space. There's more just... But you do get that pulled to your culture and you do get that pulled to your family roots. And it's, yeah. it's hell. It's hell sometimes. Of course. Uh, yeah, and because really, you're really close to your sister, I think oh, you were telling me. really and... close. My, and my mum. And my yeah. brothers have yeah. three brothers. And they've, you know, all got kids. And they've all got kids the same age as Tiernan. Yeah. Mm. So that's a killer. And it would be because, I mean, I'm, I find it hard in my family all in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and I find that hard sometimes. And mm. it's like, your family, like, that's a long way. You can't oh, just jump on a plane and be like, you know, I'm just going to pop over to Ireland. And it's we like... did with Tiernan. We, we, we took him all the time because oh, really? I was so homesick. Yeah. And I was like, if I don't do this, I think I'll leave, you know. And yeah. my husband was brilliant and he loved the trip. Yeah. He was like, okay, we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, go to, to let's go to um, England on the way. I've never been there, you know. So we, we do like little mini trips. And, yeah. but, you know, it costs us a lot of money. And, but yeah. now that we have four kids and we'll never do that, yeah. we are thankful <laughs> that we travelled. Yes. <laughs> um, but... It's just, you know, when the triplets do things, like even just yeah. walking with them and people like asking us all these questions and I'm like, they, they just don't know our lives, like yeah. how yeah. fun it is and I'm sad. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, oh, no, I'm sad too. I feel a bit homesick now. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm picking a flight on my own. Yeah. Um, so number three, what is your best mum hack or something that just makes your life easier as a mum? I'm sure you've got like a million because... The one that I was thinking when you said this is something so simple, like... Like there could be a million, but a good coffee machine I found <laughs> and go and get your coffee beans from the actual cafe. Yeah. Because with Tian and I didn't drink coffee and I was so tired all the time with the triplets. I'm like two coffees a day. Yeah. And the other one is whenever they have their nap, I always do my slow cooker. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. is such a good hack for 
um, when I have friends over and they're like, oh my God, you're, you're just like so great with these kicking. And I'm like, just throw it all in the slow kicker. And they're like, I didn't think of that. Yeah. And they are the great little mum hacks just for making your life easier. Because then when Al comes home from work, he finishes it. Yeah. Yeah, you right. You know, it's not then we're trying to, you know, get Cooked everything done. Yeah. 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 I'm a big slow kicker fan and a big good coffee machine fan. I've heard a big few people say the slow cooker. Obviously, a lot of people say the, the meal prep. That's my. You see, we've you talked a lot. Flow, on the, yeah. yeah, we've talked a lot on this podcast about meal prep because every guest by you basically has said you got a meal prep and you got to like. And Tara and I are not meal preppers, no. but I no, will I'm say not. I can no. attest to the slow cooker. Yeah, you it. have said that. Yeah. I, think I need one because I don't have we, one. Well, if we did meal prep, we meal prep before triplets because we're trying to be yeah, healthy. Yeah, of course. We don't need it. No, 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 right. Right. I feel yeah. like yeah. I don't want that. It's like for me, I'm like you've got to think about it at some point. You're either going to think about it in the moment or you're going to think about it for like seven days in one moment. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> and the yeah. other thing is, is with the slow cooker, it's like, I just said to Al at the minute, cause life is so expensive right now. I'm like, go and get whatever meat you can. And yeah. he's like yellow stickering it at the minute. He's like, <laughs> yeah. and sometimes this meat comes home and I've got a really good slow cookbook as well. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Just put it in. Love that. And then the house smells great. It does. Yeah. yeah so it feels so like bougie because like you've cooked this really good looking meal and you're <laughs> I like, know. I didn't do a thing. And yeah, my husband right. thinks I'm an amazing cook right now. He's like, wow, Steph, these meals. I'm like, I oh, know. I'm just killing it. It's from the book. I yeah. don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's so good. Love that. Cool. Well, well thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you yeah, so thank much. Thank you for finding the time to fit us in oh, today. Like, I appreciate I it. I know, like, it's important when you have your own time. It's like, you could be sitting out on the beach by yourself right now <laughs> reading a good book. <laughs> so we really do appreciate no, you. No, that's yeah. okay. Thanks it's a good sharing. excuse to leave Al in charge with everybody. Sundays it. it is. How's it going to be when you walk back, back in next oh, door? They'll be in the garden. I'm yeah. surprised we can't hear them from here. <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you, too, and that it's such an inspiring story. Yeah. And I think that for anyone that you know, doesn't even know that they're on the path to multiples or they're already <laughs> on that journey. It is really nice to hear. And just for mums in general to just yeah. you know, let us know that it's okay to go through hard times, yes. to break down, to also have courage to get through those times and to laugh. And yeah, your story is just super inspiring. So thank you. Thank you guys. I love it. Thank, thank you. you. Next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. See ya.